Before the movie, we'd like to show you previews of some of our films. www.40nickel.com The Heater The Heater This is 40 Nickel Radio The Heater The Heater The Heater can release Right, 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 Zulu. They better keep this ass shit. <laughs> you know how they are. You know how these motherfuckers are. All of a sudden, they're like, well, yeah, we really want to keep it. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's disrespectful if, 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 if you waffle on them. You know, that, that creates some dissension, right? Like, yeah. you're either committed or you're not. What up, everybody? This is your man, Clockwork. Here with you. Here with me. Here with everybody, the spirit of Christmas coming. We're gonna bring you that great content with my messed up voice. I hosted Thanksgiving, opened my mouth too many times, too much love, too much greatness. So I lost all my voice and it didn't help that my bears won. I have no voice and you can see why. But before I get into that, I have to reintroduce the legend, the myth, Zulu Funkadelic, Maestro Infinitus the third. What up, Zulu? Nickelbacks, season's greetings. Not only are we nearing the Christmas holiday, but we are completing the first third of our 32nd season of the 40 Nickel Madden Football League. We have run continuously with only one interruption. One interruption because the EA got hacked. <laughs> We have run 30 second, th- 32 seasons since Madden 2004. And it's that time of the year. You can feel it. Some coaches are riding the wave and they're standing tall on their surfboard. And other coaches are just battling to stay afloat. This is that season. This is the, the, this is the first third. So I'm, I'm quite excited to be here today. Uh, shout out to Clot Workman for battling through um, some of that Chicago flu. Pete, what's going on with you, dude? What's up, fellas? Uh, not too much going on, man. Just want to holler at the Nickelbacks. Happy holidays and all that good stuff. And we got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, a lot of good games we saw and a lot of good games coming up. That's right. We are currently in week five. We're in the beginning stages currently in week five. And within this week, there's all kinds of fun stuff that we're looking forward to. Well, we're going to go real quick through weeks three and four. Let's focus on four, though, because four, there's some special stuff that happened in four. We're, we're going to start off with an amazing game, Taco versus Tin Man. I was expecting something completely different, but good Lord. You know, and, you know, I, before I, I give it to you, Heater, I just want to make sure you remember that I've always been a big Taco supporter. Like forever, I've always supported him. And I said, hey, you know, Bullshit. I believe in him. I believe in Taco. And uh, yeah, so what, what, are you, what, what are you are you saying differently, Eater? Yeah, man, come on now. Stop throwing that bullshit out there. You know, you talked about Taco. Doc is the one that, you know, uh, 
put the lettuce and the cheese and the guacamole and, and the sour cream on taco and shit. Taco's nice. That game, you know, Tin Man came out and took the lead right away. Boom, you know. What I like about Taco is that he was so methodical. He took mm -hmm. his time and he just said, okay, let me zoom in. This is what he wants to do. All right. You know, Tin Man plays a little fast. You know, he likes them bombs and shit. And, you know, so Taco said, oh, okay. All right. And he does this without running Lamar too much. This is a thing that I like. Anybody else with this type of squad would run Lamar. Shit. I mean, hell, he's got 90-something speed. Wouldn't you run him? Of course you would. But no, nah, Taco sits back. Boom. 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 Pick. Pick. Touchdown. Pick. And the next thing I knew, Taco had flipped the game. Yep. And now Tin Man's chasing his ass. Yep. You understand? And Tin Man couldn't catch him because every time Tin Man scored, Taco scored. And I was like, okay, well, you know, you're a step behind or two steps behind. And that's basically how the game wound up. 34-27. Uh, hell of a game. Hell of a game. But, you know. Taco just, he outlasted Tin Man. And like you said, Clock, that was one of our, our better games. In, uh, that, I think that was week four. Yeah, week four. That was, yeah. uh, that was a great game. That was a great game. I, I honestly thought Tin Man was going to do it. Because, you know, Taco's special power is his aggression. Uh, he can actually uh, teach some things to uh, J-Dub. He rumbled. Is, oh! Seriously. Well, no, I mean... Taco is all about uh, organized aggression. Because if you if you realize, like, all right, Tim Man scored, and then you know, Taco looked like he was struggling a little bit, and then he said, okay, well, it's time it's time to be aggressive. This dude, he blitzed so many times, but he uh, Taco blitzed more than I thought he would, but he did he did it at the right times because Tim Man was trying to get back and do his groove. Like, all right, the game is real close, but in the universe, Taco was like, fuck it. I'm just going to blitz you two times in a row. I'll blitz you here, blitz you there. Sometimes he didn't get there, but he the pressure but he was disrupted things. The pressure, yes. the pressure disrupted things. So he it's might not have got a couple times. But he played. I mean, look, in this game, you, you both know. You get the momentum bar, you want to keep that bitch, okay? Yep. And if you can continue to score, that bar is just going to keep going over and over. Well... The bar went over for Taco. I mean, for Tin Man. Because Tin Man had him down, what was it, 14 to 7 or, or, or something like that. You yeah. know, I didn't write it all down. But as soon as Taco flipped it, then the meter switched. And it's like, okay, it's even. Then Taco started getting more of the meter and more of the meter. And things start happening. You start seeing picks. And I'm like, yep, here we go. Here we go. And Taco came back in that game, man, and, and earned – he earned that game right there. He earned it. So so as, a, as the president of the uh, – the longtime president of the, uh, the El Taco fan club, uh, Zulu, well, what did you think about uh, how Taco handled the, the, the two-headed monster, Gibbs and Montgomery? How, how did he even do that? Well, first let me say that Taco is riding the wave, and he's got a custom – customized surfboard and it's beautiful to see like you called it organized aggression it's beautiful to see that because it's a difference between picking up the sticks playing madden and maybe three days prior prepping for a game then going into the game 
handling adversity, playing like a fucking, I'm going to use this word, playing like a fucking champion. Uh, Taco has become adept at running and passing. And that will become a motif that we talk about today. Because if, if you are a coach who is treading water, but you don't feel like your nose always stays above the surf, uh, you probably aren't a very good passer. Taco yeah. is doing both. Taco is, is is showing us that he he doesn't have to rely on gimmicks, and that makes him very unpredictable. Predictable coaches are in trouble in this version of Madden, and I, I think that that like if you think about like how that game went, Tin Man became someone who started throwing underneath. He was trying to throw underneath coverage. He was trying to hit the flats, and he would run and throw underneath coverage. And then he run. He's, he didn't want to go deep no more. He's like, all right, no more, no more. Taco said, thank you for that. Now I'm going to go up high. And now I'm going to run. Then I'm going to go up high. And it, it, was, it, was, it was just, you, I mean, you just, it was just a coaching clinic. Uh, just watching Taco say, I'm facing adversity. And you may recall, that's what I said about Motrain, right? I want to see Motrain face adversity. Watching Taco do that, I'm like, that's what you see in a nickel bowl. That dude, he's playing like he's going to the Nickel Bowl. Uh, so it's just fascinating to watch because he's got some challenges before him. But right now, I would say Taco is showing us that in the elite, you got to be careful because he might be the guy you have to worry about. Now, there are two guys I'm thinking about in the elite, but one of them riding high above the surf and has no hangups. The other one has self-imposed hangups. It's like it snares, walks into landmines. Incredible ability. But I don't wanna, I don't wanna ever face Taco without all my bullets in my ch- in, in, in the gun. You need all your bullets to kill Taco. And that's the lesson Tin Man learned. Like, ah, I threw too many picks. And even though I was scoring, I threw picks and I gave him opportunities. So I would say that Tin Man is, is still in good shape. He can learn from this. But right now, mm, Taco, he, he, we might, he might be in the conversation in two weeks. Wow, that's huge. And speaking of being in the conversation, we have this guy named Motrain, who I now dub Freight Train, because the man is special. Speaking of special people, he went against someone named Kane. Now, I say special in a good way, Kane, no disrespect. But, uh, I was expecting a lot from this game, honestly. And of course, the first frame of the game, Kane throws interception right over the middle. And I'm like, hmm. Maybe I maybe I might have uh I, I might have said a little too much about Kane being brand new. What do you think, Zulu? Uh well, first of all, um when we when we get into this upcoming or we're not even upcoming when we get into the current week i'll have a lot more to say about his division but specifically about kane i worried that he would head into this game against motrain with a little bit of a hangover because he played his arch rival uh in the prior week and that game hurt because he, he i bet you kane felt like he had a chance to win at the end and uh, he he like he put it on him a little bit. So I always worry about a hangover after, you know, after you get a loss that kind of stings. Well, yeah, he had a hangover. You know, he had a hangover. <laughs> Shit. Wow. He wanted that game. He wanted to win that game. 
but the I problem. told you, I told you <laughs> prior to this show that ain't happening. You understand? And since you want to talk about the freight train, me and the freight train will meet again. You understand? And Uh-oh. I'm looking at his record and my record, and we did tie. He hasn't played any of the elite yet as myself, uh, but we'll see what happens in that. But as far as the conference goes, uh, I believe we're dead tied. And that don't sit well with me. So train, if you're listening, bring that freight train on. Cause when you when you come down my tracks, I'ma blow that motherfucker up. But with Big that Kane, but Kane isn't. So I want to be before I talk about both of you, I want to be fair to Kane. He's not out of the playoff hunt yet, but I think that was a rude awakening for him, right? Like, like if you think about who um uh, like and often like when I chat with like Landon Bella or cyber power and i talk about the quote-unquote veterans i'm not talking about people who have just been around here for a while i'm talking about the guys who came from the message board era who were around let's say between 2004 and 09. kane and motrain are foundational members of the 40 nickel madden gaming community it must be quite stunning to run into motrain who has very rarely had a winning season. To exactly. Confront, to confront Motrain now and realize that your his Kane played well. His rushing attack was doing what he wanted, but Motrain just threw over him. He's like, oh, no, no. It's going to take you 10 minutes to get down the field. it take me two. And just threw over him. And at some point, the rushing attack, the Madden gods just decide there'll be a random block shed. And all of a sudden, that five-yard run becomes two. Now you're sitting there at third and eight, like, what the fuck just happened? I don't understand what just happened. That run was working all of a sudden. It didn't work. Now it's third and eight. You got to throw. And that's where Motrain, you know, he said, oh, you can have a field goal. Now I'm just going to throw. I mean, <laughs> Motrain, Motrain just overcame Kane. And that's particularly got to hurt because Kane's a defensive coach. I thought Kane played well, but Motrain is a different dude. Uh, I'm just stunned to see the, not that he's winning, the manner in which he's winning with high powered passes, pop passes. That's the thing thing that's got Kane, you know, like, like I would not want to fucking face Motrain right now. Like, like it's a good thing, and I, all due respect to my man Heat, I still have Heat either winning the conference outright or being number two. But Ain't I would no not want to pluck him and play that motherfucker right I now. I don't give a shit. I'll let Motrain play, play the, a few games in the Elite before uh, you, you come back for the rematch. I don't care. I don't care. Bring him on. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I ain't running. I ain't going nowhere. Motrain, I'm hollering at you, train. Woo, woo, woo. I'm coming for you. Candy Kane, Newt, and Motrain used to be residents in this place I call Motel Mediocre. Oh, damn. 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 Where's that motel located at, Clark? Motel Mediocre. Damn. That depends. That that depends. But I do know that Motrain, I will say he's officially moved out. He might not. He, 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 he He might not be that far away. But uh, he's not. 
Motrain might not be in the same, or excuse me, Kane might not be in the same level as Motrain anymore. And so whatever whatever upgrade that Kane is doing, yeah, he, he's still in room zero zero zero. Wow. And speaking of not being there yet, let's talk about this coach named Clockwork. <laughs> By the way, that's me. <laughs> I played this guy named Mamba. And in all honesty, and I'm 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 waiting for Heater to say something about this, but in all honesty, I expected to lose that game. You won? Yes, yes. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, 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 oh. Look back. You never, ever go into a game expecting to lose. So let's retract that statement some kind of way. Fix that shit up. Just say you got your ass kicked or something. But no, you never, ever pick up the sticks and say, oh, well, no, I'm going to lose this game. So I'm just going to go through the motions. No, uh-uh. that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Wait, what do you got to say about that? What do you got to say about that, Zulu? I'm waiting for clock to finish because I'm stunned. This is the first time I've heard that. Mm, go ahead, man. So Mamba did exactly what he needed to do to beat me. My plan was, okay, I have to contain his 99 receivers. One is actually a 99. The other one just has 98 speed. I have to contain them. And I have to avoid these basically 99 fucking corners. I was so concerned about that. I didn't even think about the run. I was like, no, I ain't worried about the run. He's going to stop running. But he did exactly he what he was all supposed over to do. He ran all over he you. He ran up my ass, in my ass, around my ass. Yep. Yep. He got he ran me all he over like, He bought me a new ass and then ran it through that. And then, like, he put an ass on layover. He ran through that. For me, it was just it was just terrible. But see, and, Clark, the thing is, and I'm going to cut you off. I don't give a damn. Listen, the thing <laughs> is, what I saw is that, okay, yeah, you didn't expect to run, but you were sitting so far back. I mean, I understand you know, you're afraid of the deadly receivers that he has. And you want you're to talking about pulling speed. back his, his DBs. Yes. Right. I mean, right. you, you, look, if you do that and you recognize that you should expect a run or you should expect the flats or the little dink and dunks, because as long as you sit back there, why not take advantage of it? And that's exactly what he did. He told me what he was going to do to your ass prior to the game. He said, I'm going to knock your boy off tonight. And I was like, I don't know about that. Clock's got good D, blah, blah, blah. Which you did have good D, but you let him score at will. And you can't do that with him. And sorry for interrupting you, sir. No, he, he played an excellent game. I was like, wow, damn, I'm, I'm completely unprepared. I, I even told Zulu, I'm like, dude, I, I, I couldn't get in rhythm. His shit was just too potent. And now he's number one. He's number one. He's at number one in division. But then I woke up today. I halfway had a no voice. And I was like, wait, that's his offense. No, and which doesn't mean anything to people who aren't me. But wait, no, no, that that he he's gonna get better. He's not gonna get that much better. Him whooping my ass like that tells me that, oh, I'm completely off my game, and this is you whooping my ass. Okay. He talks so much. He 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 breaks the he breaks the heat rule. Sure, you did something. Oh, and what'd you do? Oh, yeah. oh, what yeah. did you do? You, you got you got on board. The clock is broken. Using the same gifs that I use when I say my brush is broken. Right, see, right. When, I, when I when I can say I wear panties, I can say I got my ass weak. Well, that's because I'm self-aware. You are not. You think <laughs> wow. you think you whip my ass up and down. 
I was actually running through. I, I'm creating my new offense because the game between me and Bucks were way too close. The game between me and Skip were way too close. I have to redo my offense. And I thought I had it down. But you thought you whooped my ass. Okay. So I'm gonna yep. follow yep. the I'm gonna follow the, the the heat rule. That was a good game. I'll see you next time. <laughs> wow. Well, it, it, I mean, it was 34-24, and clock was coming back, like he said. It, it wasn't like he stomped on his ass, like a couple games we're going to discuss here. Uh, but he did hand it to him, and, you know, that shit happens, man. Shit happens. What, what, what are you going to do about it? What, what, what the fuck? You, 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 you regroup? And it's good because, like clock just said, his, he ain't going to get that much better. Clock saw what he saw put it in his back pocket till the next time. And it probably will be different. So we'll see what happens. So let me let me piggyback off of that. I felt like that was Clock's best game this year. So when I saw Clock play Skip, I felt like we were dealing with two coaches who still were navigating their offense. Like I like like I feel like the skip I'm seeing in league play is still tinkering. And he's like, oh, okay, I got to fix that. I got to fix that, right? Because Skip, even though, fuck him, fuck Skip. Uh, I respect Skip, but fuck Skip. But I respect, respect Skip because he's a coach's coach. He's self-aware. He self-scouts. Clock, similarly, has been playing poorly, but since he's been winning, except for the time he turned out to be a complete asshole. And decide his hand wins away because they don't matter. He's a bear. He's not a raider. Um, clockwork was he was satisfied with a win. He was like, "Well, a win's a win." But in the back of his mind, he knew I gotta tinker some stuff. Then he plays Mamba, and Mamba said to him, "I'm better," and he proved it. But that's the wrong lesson you want to teach, Clock. The lesson that like a Pedroia will teach Clock is, are you capable of getting better? And then that causes, <gasps> it causes all kinds of confusion for Clockwork. But when you invert that, instead of making him feel self-doubt, you start challenging him like, I'm better than you. Clockwork says, oh, for real? And now Clock's quietly going to be back in the lab and doing all kinds of fucked up shit. I can't wait for that rematch. But right now it is true, though. Mama didn't lie. He's cocky. The game, that game was too easy for him. That's why he started throwing picks. Clockwork was baiting him into picks. I said to myself, you know, Clock, if you could just get your offense together, you'd be blowing him out, but you can't. This is a motherfucker who's, I mean, Mamba feels real good throwing free, doing whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. When, when, when Mamba has the lead, he's very creative. He was running he's, that ball. And I, cocky, just like I you said. Like, wow. Very cocky. But put very him in a tight cocky. game. I want to go back to the Mamba who... Used to routinely get his ass beat by Arikin and fucking Skip. He wasn't creative back then, but if you give him the window, the door, you open the door for him to be free, that motherfucker has great skills. That's why he won a nickel ball, right? But if you put pressure on him, that's why Mamba hasn't doesn't have multiple rings. It's like he's well, you gotta trying make to him think. You got to make him think, man. You make and him think, and he doubts everything. Much. Right. Everything. Says, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? If exactly. you make him think. It causes problems. So now again, you know, so that's why Mama's at the top of the division. But it should be tied right now because he ain't the only cocky motherfucker in that division. It should be tied right now. But Clockwork decided to be—he's rather be an asshole than a winner. 
And so this, these are some tough lessons for Clockwork to learn. It's early. We're only into the first third of the season, a lot of time left, but it, sometimes it needs to sting a little bit in order for you to learn. And I, I think Clockwork will learn a great deal from this, but Mamba. That's exactly right. I That's tip exactly my hat right. to him because. Man, you don't Mamba tip your hat to his ass. He dictated with Mamba the, the terms of battle. And that's what you want from a general. I tip my hat to Mamba. Hell with Mamba. He gonna see me week thirteen. That's what the fuck's he gonna see me? Fuck him. Talk all that shit on the phone about my 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 Nickelback. So man, I I ran all through clock and you know da, 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 da. I turned the clock off and I did. I go to the boards. He's talking about panties and thongs and shit. And you know. You know, your thong's wet. No, I'm like, man, come on, bro. But that's okay, Mamba. I know you're going to be listening. Week 13, baby. I'm coming for you, honey. Wow. You know, it's it's funny because I, I remember back in the day, because I'm, I'm old enough to say back in the day now, where, like, you play, you know, you want to pick up, you playing pickup ball, whatever, you and your squad, you, you run, like, two or three, you know, games, same guys most for the most part. Jump and then there's, the like, yeah, I'm playing basketball, yeah, on, on the court. It's the same guys for the most part. But then, like, one of your guys on your team, after you won, like, the third or second or third game, you're like, yeah, we fucked y'all up. We fucked y'all up. And you tell them to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. They're like, no, no, they suck. They suck. Dude, you don't give anyone a reason to do anything. Don't just let them keep sucking and we'll just keep beating them. But if the moment you challenge their manhood or challenge who they are, the whole game is different. The whole game yeah, but it makes you changes. better. It makes you better. I'm challenging. I don't give a damn. Okay, they got to come this way, and if they beat me, they beat me. But I'm challenging you. Bring it. That is, and hey, I called it, dude. That that you know, between train and and he, no, the, whoever's coming out of the division is gonna be one of them. I 100% guarantee. Which brings us to an even more interesting subject, which hmm. I'll call the the J Dub versus Roll Tide Ooh. game. You look at the scores, 37 to 21. Oh, it's a competitive game. And, you know, at a certain point, Roll Tide just kind of, no, no, it's not. It's not what we're talking about. Y'all, y'all saw that game, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Zulu, since you're, you're, yes. you got a, you're a doctor and you say nice things, I'm, I'm tired of shitting on J-Dub, but can you, can you go ahead and say nice things about this motherfucker so I don't, I'm not just looked at it as a hater? Well, when you say I'm a doctor, <laughs> let me clarify. I'm a doctor of philosophy. I'm not a medical doctor, right? So I'm I'm an intellectual. Um, J-Dub is facing the same conflict and challenge that most of the 49ers defensive coaches are facing. I would say all, but I don't want to generalize for until we get to the next third of the season. But th- this is how the, the league is trending because this is how Madden is trending. J-Dub had a – and I have not spoken to J-Dub about this. This is my observation of his game. J-Dub had an excellent philosophy about four years ago. And I, I, as an offensive coach, I was like, that looks like madness. What the fuck are you doing? And then two years ago, I told Clock, I was like, J-Dub's right. And he was always right. And Clockwork, you know, he spat with disgust. Fuck, fuck him. And now even Clockwork in, in the shadows of Chicago is like, maybe, maybe he was right. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. J-Dub had his excellent theory on playing defense in Madden. And again, this is I, he has not told me this. I don't divulge people's business. I'm saying this is my observation. Jada's theory of playing Madden was you can run the ball as much as you want. I'm going to shut you down in the passing game. And if you get to the red zone, you're only kicking three. 
that eliminates a lot of your schematic concerns about, you know, what do I call on first down? What formation do I come, come out in? I don't give a fuck. You can run. You're not going to run nine times in a row to get first downs. At some point, you got to come to me. And, I, and, I, and, and, and he was right. Except this Madden. Madden has changed. Some people would say Madden has changed for the worse. But this Madden is different. You can't give up five yards of carry. You, you, you can't do that. The trend that I'm seeing in this year's Madden is that in the first half, maybe on the first drive, there's a lot of running, whatever. But at some point, somebody breaks out the, um, the bitch slapper. They're like, the one that's like, you know, I'm going to slap this football and throw it down the field. And then there's a little bit, you know, there's some jostling going on. People pass a little bit. But in the second half, especially if there's a lead, right? Let's, let's say you're up by nine points. Let's say you're up by 10 points. Motherfuckers break out all their run plays in the third and fourth quarter. And you have to be able to fend off that run because if you can't fend off that run, they don't even have to pass. So let's say you fend off the run. Now they open you up the passing game. This is a pattern that I've seen for multiple weeks. This isn't just two weeks thing this isn't just a few coaches oh i saw a clock player no i'm talking about league wide they've also been bitching about that madden in the madden competitive community about stopping the run versus stopping the pass and they're acting like you could do one or the other no you can't do one or the other you you either overcommit or you play red zone ball so jada faced roll tide and roll tide said i can do anything and roll tide believes it I saw Roll Tide play Bull, and in that game, if Roll Tide hadn't thrown picks, he would have beat Bull. But Bull's like, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm an excellent Madden player. I'm a premier Madden player. If you throw me a pick, I'm going to put you away. Roll Tide is fearless. Roll Tide is like, oh, no, y'all can't play defense? I'm going to master the art of – I'm going to go on record now and say Roll Tide might be the best runner in the entire community. I'm seeing him. I'm seeing him hit the L2 R2 spin, and he's so patient. He's beyond the line of scrimmage, and he uses every blocker up to the last second. The last second. And if Bull weren't an exceptional manual player, Roll Tide probably would have had 300 yards rushing. I was amazed. Jadub had no answer for that. That's why Jadub's in the middle of his division. There, he's a, he's an excellent coach. But he doesn't have answers for things he doesn't have answers for. And the, and instead of this being, a, a, a let's say, a normal Madden year, let's say Madden 18, where defense is weaker, but it still operates. Now, if you don't have special abilities, you're not going to do anything on the field. Get up doesn't have enough special abilities to stop Roll Tide's run. And now he ain't scared to pass either. So it was a rough game. But I think, again, get up. He's in the middle of the division. He's going to make the playoffs. We will talk about that later. But he's going to make the playoffs. But this next third of the season is where he needs to develop. Ironically, ironically, he needs to develop his offense. If he if he's going to just seed the run game to everybody, then he's got to he's got to score. He's he's got to say, you know, I need about forty points a game if if, if you're going to play defense like this. And I, I, again, he's a defensive coach. I respect his his acumen. But man, that was a rough game to watch for him. Yeah, I agree. But see, the thing is, too, is that he ran with Bijan Robinson. He ran all over him. But here's the thing, too, is that he passed on him, too, and yes. killed him. 
Killed him. With Kyle Pitts. Yes. And the other receiver, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he ate him alive. No fear. No. You know, it's just he's play action. Bam. You know, run to the outside, you know, for 15, 20 yards. Then J-Dub crunches all up and gets ready for yep. the run. And bam, he hit him again. And I'm like, man. Yep. I mean, he just, he outplayed him. He was, J-Dub was totally outplayed. And it was an ass whooping. The score does not dictate no. what the score could have been. 37-21? Eh, no. Because I do believe J-Dub got a score late. But uh, uh, and then he tried to score again, but <laughs> Roll Tide called me after. So I wasn't gonna let him score, OG. I wasn't gonna let him score, OG. I said, yeah, I saw him trying to get in there, but uh, nah, he uh, Roll Tide is gonna be somebody to be reckoned with. He's he's told me over and over. He said, OG, he said, look, you know, I know you you believe in me, and I know you want me to get a ring and 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 get that chip. And I said, yeah, I do, man. You one of my proteges. So beware in that division for him because. The only one that I seen really handle him and take care of business was Taco. Taco smacked him around a little bit, you know. Roll Tide was throwing picks and shit like that. But right. outside of that, I'm telling you right now, he's a problem. He's yep. a problem, and yep. you're gonna have to deal with that problem. And and the biggest one is like Zulu said, is you're gonna have to stop the run because he's gonna continue to run. I don't care if you stop him and he gets two yards, one yard. He's going to continue to run. And sooner or later, something's going to break. And that's what happened with J-Dub. You know, he just, I mean, he literally ran all over him. And literally. Yeah, and literally. And, and in fact, I, I would go so far as to say, uh, uh, if, if, if not for losing to Bull, I would have said, I wonder what it's going to look like playing Bull. But what Bull said was, once I get comfortable, I'm going to show you I can run too. And that's when I said, yep, that's the champ. That's the champ. Roll Tide has plenty of time to to uh, clean some stuff up. He doesn't have a lot to clean up. Right, <laughs> that's right, scary. exactly. That's a, that's <laughs> <scary> shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I have to say something. First, I'll start with talking about my best friend, J Dub. So, previously on Forty Nickel Radio, a dude named Clock said, J Dub doesn't play championship football. Now, back then, that sounded like me just the hater shit. I'm sure. But here, here's the great thing about people. I'm not a doctor of anything, but all the times I should have been studying, I was spending time with people. I understand people. J-Dub is a great caller. He is actually a brilliant strategist, despite himself. So let me be clear. J-Dub is formidable. His greatest weakness is himself. You kind of just have to wait and see which J-Dub shows up. I didn't, if I didn't know this was J-Dub, I would not have said, oh, this J-Dub. No, honestly, I, I'm watching this game. I'm like, this is not anything that J-Dub ever does. He didn't, he, you know, all the stuff that I know. No, he didn't. Dude, Dub early on essentially said, fuck a run. I'm going to win through the air. Why? I don't fucking know. I honestly was confused. I'm like, why? This dude throws probably through the worst pick six I've ever seen in my life. I mean, uh, just terrible. I'm like, what? So you just had one of your kids playing the game? Or like, is your wife like, let me just, let me, let me play around with it. Because this was not J-Dub performance. And I love to talk shit about J-Dub, but he didn't even show up. 
I, I wrote notes down. I, I said, this is usually when J-Dub turns it on. But it's almost like Roll Tide knew something. He was like, no, nah, you're you going to have Bijan in the morning, Bijan in the evening, Bijan at supper time. <laughs> Bijan wow. in your ass. Wow. You're going to have Bijan every Clark, time. Clark, I got something I want you and Zulu to hear, man. Just hold on for a second, man. Just give me a second. This is J-Dub. Now, for all that don't know that aren't old like me, that's the intro to the White Shadow. Yep. You remember? The, you remember? The, you wow. remember the, the show White Shadow, wow. man? I sure do. Yep. I do too. Yep. <laughs> wow. Dude, an insult to injury. Goddamn, Rotai blocked an extra point, dude. He blocked that. Who does that? Just awesome. Like I'm gonna whip your ass, and I'm not even gonna let you finish your seven. I'm just gonna fuck around. Just. Let you get the six. Like, yeah, because there's times, there's moments where you look at it like, oh no, you ain't winning this game. There's no way. There's just none. And you can say, oh, it's momentum, da da da. But dude, I, I don't even think J Dub had his glasses on. I, mean, I don't even know if he was wearing glasses. Like, this motherfucker. All I knew, all I, I wrote it down at the end. I'm like, Tied rolls. I mean, his name is Roll Tide, but he rolled you like a fucking blunt. That was fucking horrible. And before I go on, did somebody say blunt? <laughs> yes, like one of Heater's blunts. That's what he was rolling. But I want to, I want to emphasize though. Zulu, doctor of philosophy, um, uh, you know, father to all forty Knicks. He said something. He said, "J Dub doesn't have answers for things he doesn't have answers for," which sounds like just some like you know gobbledygook. No, that defines J Dub. If he understands, if he understands that J Dub understands the parameters, he's very deadly. When he when he want when he when he won his his Nickabo, I let him in, but he smelled he smelled he smelled my 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 bleeding. Oh. He 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 smelled my weakness, <laughs> and I let I, I let him in the door, so he had nothing to lose. He smelled your he smelled your back. Smelled his bleeding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hey, look, look, look. I don't wear pads. I at least wear tampons. That's oh, not my God. Oh, Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. And so, and so the, the, the path was clear. He knew you he had to play. You hard on the dub, man. You hard on the dub, man. Wow. Damn. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Ooh, you're talking about stirring the pot. Wow. Yeah. Just to be clear. You see, right? Like you, uh, maybe I hope so. I'm about to ask Cade that when we play our next season, make sure you build that shit in there. I want to see clock it up, add it, fuck everything. Just to be clear, because y'all don't like to listen to the show the way you're supposed to listen. I said that I, I at J Dub smelt my blood. I was weak, and you took advantage of it. I let you in the playoffs, and you said, "Hey, clock has given me the path. I shall follow it." And I get it. It's fine. But then what happened last season? You took your path. Uh, or at least I thought you took your path. I was like, dude, you want some Super Saiyan shit, though. But then it turns out it was just kind of a mistake. Like you you just disappeared in the playoffs. You just poof. That moves, son of a bitch. Like I don't even know. I don't even know who the fuck that was in the playoffs. So I was like, oh shit. <laughs> now hold Again, on. This man. is my fault. Wait a minute! Didn't the guy who beat Jed up beat you? 
Oh, no, he didn't just beat me. Pedroia with my ass. That's not a beat. He okay. fucking stabbed me in my shit. I, I, okay. I, I punked out. But understand, I, I it's hard for me to say see J-Dub as a champion when he just picks up people's scraps. All he's doing, he's making, he's making his name on my fuck-ups. So what happens if I don't fuck up? There is no J-Dub. Period. Mm. Oh, damn. Ooh, Jada, what? I'm gonna ask Kane next season to make sure that y'all. I mean, it, there's got to be a way to make sure that this is an annual thing where y'all play at least one game. I, I, I apologize for separating you and pushing you in the elite, keeping Clock in the All Star because this shit, this needs to be like a holiday event where you and Clock go this at is it. Like, this is clock. like me and Kane. This yep. is like me and Kane. Yep. Same shit. No, yeah, it's not Kane. the same shit. It's not the same shit. My chapter. <laughs> This chapter is closed. I don't. I don't need this. This is. This, you're just giving me wins at this point. No, I'm not even talking shit. I'm not even talking shit. You just get. I don't need extra wins. And then I just don't. I don't need. I don't need it. Dub. I hope I see you in the playoffs somehow. It's highly unlikely, but I, I do hope I, I, I wish. I wish good luck to you. Wow. But you, <laughs> you only exist to pick up my scraps. So. I just got you. You're, you motive. You existing has motivated me to do better. Thank you. <clears throat> wow. Damn. And so, yeah, it, it, it's rough. Mm. You know. Well, to, to quickly change subjects, I, I'm gonna ask a riddle. What is the name of a coach that throws a pick six on a on a what do they call those things? Uh, a pitch. What do they call those things that, that like inferior coaches do? Um. On the option that? room. On oh, option. option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do they call a coach that does that? On like an a goal idiot. line. What, 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 do they, what do they call them? An idiot. Yeah, I think that's a uh, coach. That that doesn't know, they don't know their <laughs> plays. I think that's somebody that doesn't <laughs> know their plays. I'm not quite, wow. I'm not quite sure. Uh, Peter, uh, can you inform me? Wow. Yeah, 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 Clark. It, 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 it was me and J-Fam, man. But, you know, that was my game, man. And, you know, real quick synopsis, man. You know, a minute. First drive, I go down, bam, I score. It goes all the way to almost the end of the half. I coming down to score again. It's gonna be fourteen nothing. He's going into going in the score, gonna take it into the locker room. Why did my dumb ass get down there and run an option? They came at Jalen and I looked at my running back and he's open, but I I got an animation that I've never seen before. <clears throat> the guy jumped in front of my running back with one arm, snatched the ball, and ran 97 yards for a touchdown. Tied it up 7-7 before the half. That was one of the bad plays. So, And then I came out, and he scored. He scored a field goal, so he went up 10-7 early in the third. But then after that, I came right back down, boom, hit him in the mouth, scored 14-10. Then he scored on a, I forget what type of play it was, and he went up 17-10. And then I kicked the field goal, was tied 17-17. We're going back and forth, back and forth. I'm driving again. Jalen, do you hear me? I get down to the five-yard line. I'm, I'm trying to slide. I'm hitting the button, tapping the button. Then I see I can't slide. I put my hand over R1. Boom, he fumbles again. Turnover. He gets the ball. And now he's taking time off the clock. The clock is getting eaten up. 
He drives down. He drives down. He scores. 24-17. And that would be the final score. Actually, you know, I drove down and kicked the field goals. I ran out of time. I made some mistakes that I shouldn't have made. I, 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 I learned from those mistakes. Though. That's why, yes, I was upset. But then in the same breath, it'll never happen again. Because I was in situations that I, I, I tried something that I felt like, uh, you know, that would be there and would work. But some of those plays, I, I just got to get out of my playbook, period. If I'd have ran, because I, I ran for 144 yards. I should have just ran the fucking ball like I was doing. But no, I got to get cute and, and, and run the option. And then <clears throat> when I went to pitch it, <laughs> I pitched it to the wrong guy. Yeah, but he, I think so, he, now I like to get on folks. But I can't get on you for this because that was a fist fight. And in a fist fight, you're saying to yourself, you know, if I can lay one in, he's done. Like, like, like you, you knew you could trust your defense. You, you knew that, that uh, it was a tight game, though. Like, it wasn't these breakaway games like you see with Freight Train uh, or Mo Train, a.k.a. the Freight Train and Roll Tide. It was a bloody battle. And I could see you saying, you know, if I let my best player run this bitch in, or I have the option of, of, of to use the word pitch, if I may pitch it, uh, I may get his defense out of sorts. I don't want a field goal in this situation. Exactly. He's, a, he's, at the, he's like at the one, though. So I, no, I wasn't I, at the I, one. I wasn't at the one. one. I was at the three or three. Yeah. It was not this was like the four-yard line. Four-yard line. Well, I was about the four-yard line. Yeah. You know, yeah, all right, and, 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 and I'm like, I just felt like clock because I'm looking at that end. He kept fucking coming over and scrunching in and scrunching in. And I'm like, OK, I got it. You know, but what happened in the situation is that when Jalen turned the corner, I was going to dive. And I said, no, I don't like to dive because they fumbled, too. But when he turned the corner, the cornerback, the linebacker came up so fast. Yep, it was a magnet. I was like, what the fuck? Yep. So he was on me. He was in my face. And then when he was got in my face, I said, oh, I got him. And when I pitched it, the dude's hand came out. He picked the ball with one hand. And next thing I know, I was looking at his back. He was running 97 yards for the touchdown. So and, and, I made some critical the mistakes. And then the, you had That's the what I took. Right. Yeah. When, I, when I'm driving in, I'm driving again. Yeah. And I see an opening. And I'm like, oh, well, shit, he had everybody covered. I said, oh, I, I can pick up at least 15. I'm running, running. Now I'm pressing square, pressing square, trying to slide, 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 tapping it. He wouldn't slide, fumbled again. And I'm like, I'll be damned. So those those turnovers, just like we talk about regular NFL, you know, those turnovers hurt, man. And, and you know, especially when you're driving to go in. <clears throat> in the middle of the field, you might be able to overcome those turnovers. You know what I mean? But when you're when you're <laughs> In the red zone? Nah, that, that hurts, man. That's crucial, man. That's crucial. Crucial. This is also uh, not a defensive Madden. The X factors operate on a whole different system than the rest of your team, right? So the rest of your team, they're not, Niles will not even be out there. <laughs> your X factors, those motherfuckers, they do their job, right? So the, the, the disparity between their, their performance is the reason why scores are so high. So I tip my hat to both JFAM and Heat for the, their ability to play defense when everything's wide open. But JFAM, that game did it for me. That game told me, you know, um, yeah, he's going to be in the conference game. 
a roll tide has to do a lot, in my opinion, to overcome a JFAM. JFAM is a former yeah. champion. He's a champion from the message board days, right? He's like, right, you, right. And that's right. the scary thing about JFAM is I think that if we see Heat and JFAM in the Nickel Bowl, like, that's going to be, I don't care what I'm doing. I got to stop be like, all right, Queen, for the next 90 minutes, I need to be left alone. I got to watch this bitch on the big screen TV. Uh, well, I don't have a huge screen TV, but I'm not on my computer. I need to watch that bitch on the monitor. I need to watch it on my TV screen. I need to sit down and watch that bitch for 90 minutes. And I need my my popcorn. <laughs> like, that's going to be a hell of a fight. However, JFM now knows that the, that the difference between the All-Star and the Elite is not as great as perhaps he thought. Because both of them could have won that game. JFM, like, as impressed as I am with JFM, I said to myself, you know, he he's he's cut weight. He he doesn't eat pork no more. You know, he he, he right before a big fight, he, he ain't hollering at the girls no more. Like he's disciplined. And when you face someone like that, you're like, oh shit, am I am I standing tall enough to face this motherfucker? Because the the OG is a beast. That's you know, and and so I think that I think JFM now sees what he must do to win the Nickable because if, if, if heat or someone who can beat heat comes out of the all-star conference, that ain't going to be no pushover. The elite has had some fun. I don't think it's going to be fun no more in the Nickable, but JFM to me, he's, he's, he's a, he's a favorite. One of the two favorites to go to the conference game, but that was a hell of a fight. Um, and, and, and that game could have gone either way, but, you can't turn the ball over. You cannot turn well, the ball over in a year. That also, that also, Zulu, you, you're, you're 110% right, man. You can't turn the ball over. But you know what? I'm proud of myself because, oh, yeah. like you said, this is not a defensive game. I don't give a shit what nobody says. All these points that are being scored. Bull made a very, very good observation saying, <laughs> you know, these games are all going to be high-scoring games. It makes no difference who plays what. But right. this game was not a high-scoring game, and I had shut him out. The whole first half, shut him out. Not even a field goal until yep. the damn option play. And that was right before the half. So I felt real good about my game play. I made th three critical mistakes. I didn't make them personally myself. The one I did, but then I fumbled. That wasn't my damn fault. You know what I'm saying? And then... uh. I forget what else I did. I did something else, another fumble. There was three fumbles in that game and shit, man. And they 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 all cost me. They all cost me. And then he got the ball and then ate up the clock and that was it, man. Yeah. So you know. But. When roll when roll tie blocked an extra point for J Dub, I was like, oh, you know, I don't care what happened that. I gotta shut it off. I knew J Dub's coming. Like the the, <laughs> the the game is gonna tell you what's going on. Then when I saw OGE. Throw a pick six on an option route. I was like, no, there's no way he's going to win. The, the heat that I know, the heat that I actually have confidence in, the new heat, he might be too new. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. This, this is the first time I'm like, dude, he, like, you might have too much of old heat in there because, I mean, you're at the four and you throw him. Come on, man. He, and he wasn't like was kind of like. It was kind of like when you fucked up that game that night, huh? It was kind of like when you fucked up that game. We had a game you could kick a field goal and you fucking threw a pick too. It's kind of like that, huh? But I didn't actually throw a pick. I was trying to get in the fucking end. You got killed. You went and put a motherfucking dress on and shit. So let me show you my legs and shit. Let me show you this thigh. 
and threw a fucking pick when you could have kicked the field goal and went home, packed your bags, and left the fucking stadium. So shut your ass up, damn it. Shit. Well, as you like to remind people, and I, I remind people too, I'm not a championship uh, winner. I don't, I don't, I'm just the clockwork. I'm the, I'm the forever bridesmaid. You're supposed to be a champion, two-time champion. Ain't no two-time I champion am. throwing pick sixes on a goddamn option. So, like I said, <laughs> like I said, too many of those, too much is too much. Woe is me. Woe, woe is me. <laughs> I see new heater. I believe in new heater, but there's too much. Like, oh, I'm at the four. Watch this. Get the fuck out of here. I, I'm over, I'm overreacting. I threw my pick because I was overconfident. I don't know nothing. I don't have no championships. I don't know how to do shit. I'm supposed to be learning from you. But I do know now, I, you taught me that throwing options at the four is about the dumbest shit you can fucking do in your life. <laughs> you're right, Clock. I nothing I can say about it, my brother, because you're 120% right. I should have I'll never you'll never see that play again. You know, it's what I mean? funny because I feel I feel like that must be how it must. I mean, I was gonna bring it up too. It must have literally been how it looked like when I threw that pick. When I won the game, like what? What do you do? What the fuck are you doing? Right. Why are you right? What the fuck? What's happening? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Yeah, but that, I but, understand. I understand. But again, some of this is a byproduct of the fact there's no defense. Because you're saying to yourself, if there's no defense, and we're just going to trade this bitch back and forth, back and forth, you're saying to yourself a field goal is almost like a punt. And and if you can get 10-0, or excuse me, fourteen, if you can get fourteen zero up on someone, what did I just say? You run the ball in the second half, and your date, your opponent runs out of time. I understand because when it's that easy to move the ball up and down the field and all it takes is a, it, it, you know, it's seven, nothing or clockwork saying, you know, if I score a touchdown, this bitch is over. It doesn't, you know, cause it doesn't matter if he can drive the ball 70 yards in 30 seconds, he has to get a touchdown, not a field goal. Right. I understand. Even though it's the worst coaching decision ever, you're saying to yourself, I put the bitch down. I shoot the dog in the middle of his, in his forehead, between the eyes, and I'm done with him. Instead of putting the dog down, you didn't give him new life. It's hard to conceptualize because there's no defense in the game. That's, that's the thing that's driving coaches, uh, coaching decisions for the first third of the season. And I, I, even though it looks insane as a spectator, when you're in it, I can, I can, I can, I can empathize. I get it. Clock, I'm going to tell you why I ran it. It wasn't to be cute. I said I was trying to be cute. But see, JFAM runs a very, very complex defense. <clears throat> and when he when he gets down on the goal line, it may look like there's holes, but they they close like right away. So I'm thinking, okay, if I can get to the edge, and I'm coming over Lane Johnson, okay, and he wasn't overloaded over there. But whatever defense he was in, I believe he was in, he wasn't in, I don't know if he was in goal line. I don't think he was, man. I think he was in like a 3-4 or a 4-3. 4-3 was in. And the linebacker, like I said, he I don't know if he told him to go up that fast, but he shot through that gap that Lane Johnson was blocking somebody. And he's on the other side of Lane Johnson. That's where I'm trying to get. And he was in my face. And I said, well, damn. You know, I might have got two yards. And and actually, like Clock said, I should have just took that, you know, and went on with it. But it would have been third down or either fourth down or something. And like Zulu said, I didn't want a field goal because J-Fam is that good that 
I didn't want to go say, oh, no, we're going to we're trade field goals now. I need a touchdown. Because if I go up 14 nothing, JFAM loses that game. End of story. Ain't no coming back and all that shit. Because now I know that he's got a pass. He loves to pass to the outside. He, he very rarely goes up the middle unless it's a short pass, a little dink and dunk. <clears throat> he likes to run the outs. He loves those. That's what he scored his touchdown, his final touchdown on, was Chark. And that was my fault because I came up and pressed Chark, not realizing his speed. Once he got behind a uh, 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 big play slay, big play slay ain't got a whole lot of speed now. But he'll shut you down. But once he got, you know, behind him, that was it. He was gone. He went on to score that touchdown. But I understand what Clock's saying, too. Run the ball. And the next time, I will run the ball without the quarterback. So real, real quick, we gotta we gotta get through uh, some of our predictions for next month. Excuse me, next week, this week, really. Uh, not predictions, but we want to just talk about briefly what we're looking forward to. Um, there's this technique called the hurdle. Uh, was the, the the hurdle pitch? So essentially, that play that you're you're calling, do that, but before you throw it to uh, on the pitch, you you hurdle it with your quarterback, and then you and then as he's in the air, you hit the uh, pitch button. What ends up happening is he's throwing it while he's in the air. So whoever whoever the fuck is over there trying to intercept it can't, and then you got a touchdown. So I I, I gave that to New Heat. So if old he's listening, Where'd you learn that shit on YouTube. Yes, you learn. You, you learn. over to YouTube and see what I can find out over there, man. Yes, the, the hurdle <laughs> pitch. So do, or also, and then real quick, then we got we gotta go. Um, do that on like the the, the play after you ran that up the middle. So he's expecting you to run it up the middle. I don't remember what you did beforehand, but it wasn't running up the middle. So sure, set the shit up. Don't just do it like it's some regular shit. It's not. It's not no regular shit. But My anyway, man. Yes, yeah, this new, man, shut the, don't, don't tell that the old heat because I don't want him showing up. We need new heat to take care of business. So we've talked about three and four. Now we're going to talk about which five's coming up. We have huge matchups. I want to talk to Zulu a little bit about uh, his most anticipated matchups. The world champion has already beaten Rota. Uh, but let me say this, that right, as of right now, like this second, this moment in, in space-time, Bulls not making the playoffs. So I would say to the entire conference, don't sleep on Bull, because now he is incentivized to get his games done as soon as possible. Because Bull is a competitor. He's looking at those rankings like, you know, those draws are hurting me a little bit. I can't fuck around anymore. If I'm the rest of the conference, I'm saying, you know, I'm looking at the – or excuse me, I'm looking at the uh, elite uh, um, Dirty South and saying, you know, they can be got. <laughs> if I could just win a few games, I shoved them out of the playoffs entirely. With that said, I would have said Bull and Roll Tide would have been my big – game but since it's not because they already played freight train versus the clockwork man i'm gonna learn a great deal about those motherfuckers after that game i hope they play at a time that i am completely free i want to see that bitch because if freight train scores 40 points in clockwork now i don't have to say you know maybe mo train is a different dude maybe he can make the playoffs now i start saying you know Pete, you might be in trouble because 
say what you want about clockwork. I haven't seen him play a bad defensive game yet. What did you just say? I, I might be in what? In trouble. <laughs> if he scores 40 points on clockwork defense, he ain't scoring you no might be in fucking trouble. He ain't scoring that many okay. points on clock, and you know that shit. I, I, I'm just Come telling you. I'm just telling you, Motrain has exceeded any expectation I have had for him for the last 20 fucking years. 20 fucking years in the same community. This motherfucker, this is his biggest game ever. Because I'm saying right now, even bigger than his playoff game. Because now he can raise the expectation for what he's supposed to do. Instead of just saying, oh, isn't it nice? Motrain make the playoffs. It's, oh, it's like a fairy tale. This motherfucker talking about, I don't know. I don't know if I can get my team. Motherfucker, draft your team. Motherfucker, don't drop out of the draft and hope no, maybe next year. Stay in the draft. See if you can get your team. He stayed in the draft. He picked his fucking team. He has an opportunity to knock off clock, send clock into another identity crisis, and now he's saying to himself, well, shit, I can't lose any games. I can't lose any games. Now, yeah. on the other side of this, Clockwork comes back around and beats the hottest coach, perhaps the hottest coach in the entire fucking 40, Nick. Then Clockwork can say, you know, mama better not lose any games because I'm feeling pretty fucking good right now. Because I know, I already know, Motrain slapped mama around like he was a hoe. And he didn't even have to use a hot hanger on his ass either. He just told, he just told him go on somewhere. Hot hanger, damn. On the ass. On the ass. Motrain slapped mama around. I was stunned. Shit. Okay. Yeah, I was too. I now, was Clockwork too. beats him, then I'm like, okay. Clock, we can work with something now. You're, you're back to who you're supposed to be. But I, I better not see that freight train run through Chicago and everybody's turned about uh, uh, from, from ass, from ass to, to your elbow. I better not see that. This is the Dang. biggest game of the fucking week. I can't wait to see this shit. I think when that freight train goes through Chicago, the way them motherfuckers be looting and shit, man, you know, <laughs> that motherfucker stop in Chicago, they won't have shit on there, man. You know what I'm saying? I think Clock is going to dispose of him, man. I really do. Clock's yeah. defense is Motrain. Uh, he, he's he's going to see some things that he hasn't seen. The only thing yeah, that I'm worried it. about. Just say it. You know, just, just say it. Everybody plays their own against Motrain. That's what that's well, just saying. He's just gonna say see it. something. Just say it. He's not gonna see. He's, he's gonna not gonna see a whole lot of zone he's against. Not, he's, not a, he's not gonna see a whole lot of zone against Clock. And the thing oh, is, no. he's gonna he's gonna see the man, but then Jace Chase is gonna be double covered. He's not gonna see that. You see. So when you're play, when somebody plays man against you the way Clock does, then you really have to be careful of where you go with the ball. You got to know his personnel and your personnel because you definitely don't want to go with Alexander. Because he's got that makeup speed. So you got to be careful going over there. Now, he'll probably have him on Chase. So Chase will probably get his numbers and his clock's job to shut everybody else down. Higgins and 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 you know the big tight end. But I think I my prediction is that it will be a good game for a minute. Mo train will hang there for a while. But then clock will figure him out because that's what clock does. Yeah. Is he starts reading you and saying, okay, all right, I saw that before. Okay. I, yep. Saw that one too. And by the time it's ready to make adjustments, he's going to twist things around and have more train on his heels. That's just what I, what I feel. 
you know. I agree with you, but here's the caveat. If the clockworkman who played uh, Skip or played Buck shows up and gives him two picks, we're seeing a we're seeing a historic blowout. Now I don't mean historic like score. I'm not talking about the Damn. score. I'm talking about who is ascending, right? I've always 100%. I've always put my name on the line and said clockworkman has a nickel bowl defense. I've never backed down from that. I have said that for so long. People are like right. Oh, okay. And he does. Right. But if Motrain does this shit, now you start saying, you know, Motrain has a nickel bowl offense. And we won't be talking about, you know, clockwork. No, 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 no. It'll be how far can Motrain go? The question won't be, will he make the playoffs? But now we start asking the question. This is what I want this is what I want you to do. I want you to give him to at least week six, man, before you start being all on his nuts like that, man, because he's got some serious games coming up, man. You know, I agree. so week six. Should tell us, well, we know he's for real, but can it last? No, I see. I don't know that he's for real. That's what I'm saying. You know, if if he if he blows out, and I'm not talking about. I'm talking about if he because he's been mopping people. Let's just call it for what it is. He's been mopping. The only person he didn't mop was you. He, yeah, he's been yeah. mopping everybody who stands up to him. Third quarter, the shit is gonna is about to be over. You can feel it. You can feel he's one big play away. Boom, big play. Then the other motherfuckers like, oh shit. Then what? Boom, another big play. And it turns into this blowout in the fourth right, quarter. Right, right, right. The only right. motherfucker he didn't do that to was you, and he was driving to try to win. You're like, oh no, no, I got adjustments. Clockwork better not throw two picks against this motherfucker. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. So I you agree know. with you. Clockwork has a, I've been saying this for I don't know how many years. Clockwork has a niggable defense. This is Clockwork's moment to show the entire community <clears throat> don't play with me no more. Out of the other anticipated games, I just want to touch on one, man. Well, actually two, and it'll take me a minute. The first one I want to look at is Uncle Lee and Nuke. Yep. My prediction is Nuke's going uh, upset. Wow, and, really? And and Shit, and I'm wow. I'm gonna tell you why. Because Nuke's pissed off right now. Well, he pissed at me, of course, and shit. Because you know I'm gonna <laughs> throw some stones at the motherfucker. I don't care, but. I think Newt's game, the way he played me, man, and I've been watching Uncle Lee, Mr. Lee, whatever the hell y'all call him and shit, man, you know, um, watching his little CFM games, and he runs, he don't pass, you know, you don't see no great passes, he loves play action, and I think Newt's coverage is going to do something to him. The other game that I'm looking at is going to be the the monster match, and that's the 10-man going against fucking J-Dub. Okay, yep. that one right there. That's a big fucking. I'm game. I'm I'm predicting I'm predicting ten man. Now, unless J Dub wow. regroups, he regroups and gets his shit together. He's at home. That does mean a lot on this game. Then ten man will go in there and blow him out. Okay, because ten man got a little game with him and shit, man. I saw that. And those lions, they ain't no joke. They got a lot of speed. Dub, so you better know who's that game. Uh, I swear to God, Dub, your whole reputation rides on this game. You 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 win a you win a ten man game. If you can't win this game, then you might you might not even be worth talking about. Real shit. So I want everyone to remember when last year when Tin Man was just a newbie. Now he's a young lion. I told you I said you know I kind of like Tin Man. Oh Zulu. Now all of a sudden everybody's like you know be careful because you might. I'm just telling you. I saw it last year. I was like, you know, the elements of that motherfucker's game I really like. Tin Man 
I don't like the matchup for Jada. I don't like that matchup. I, I feel like that that real, despite the fact that he 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 will throw it deep, he throwing underneath the zone and running the ball. That combination is kryptonite for yep. Jada. That's yep. why I'm, it's I, attractive. I, I can't disagree. I'm like, Ugh. there you go, clock. There you go, clock. But I will say this: if Jadub shakes off this loss that he had and goes in and says, "All right, we're not giving up no easy shit no more. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna overthink the shit. We're just gonna just go in and fucking scrap. We're gonna and go play back his to, defense and play his defense. We're gonna go back to technicolor football. There ain't gonna be no high five shit. It's gonna be technicolor football. It ain't gonna be pretty. Pretty is what got me in trouble in the first place. And then roll tide over here rolling through me." We're going to go back to fucking Technicolor football, get your antenna straight. Now I see Tin Man having a problem because he'll get to the red zone and, and Jada's like, I dare you to fucking throw. I'm not letting you run. Make a read. Fuck all this easy five five yards in the flat shit. This ain't sore for a motherfucker. This ain't well, sore for a You're going to have to fucking play football. If he does that, no, Jada can blow him out. He would, but I tell you what. If J Dub fucks around, Tin Man will have him skipping down the yellow brick motherfucking road trying to catch Dorothy and shit. You can believe mm. that. Okay? Because mm. you you saw Tin Man and Taco, and it was a war. It was okay? a war. So you, you know, you make a few mistakes, like you said, and can't recover, you're in trouble. Yeah. 100 percent And it's just like it's just like uh you know, Taco. See, y'all been sleeping on Taco all along. I've been telling y'all. Taco is like is the shit, yeah. and like y'all keep shut saying up. like, I remember you say you were like, like fuck a taco. Shut I don't even shut the fuck up. I, I, I remember all that. It was the main one talking about man. Ain't nobody worried about no tacos and shit, man. Shit, taco got game, man. He's very, very. He's, I, you know, I looked at his game, and he's so patient, man. He yeah. takes his time. I, I didn't see him rush at all, you know, <clears> like <throat> under duress or anything like that. So. But it's still a long season, man. We, you know, it we're is talking a about long, long season. Yeah, we we're talking about week four. We're talking it's about a long show. This show is long. Hey, as can I, can, I want to add one more game if I may. I'll do it real quick. L Bucks and Skip are fighting for their lives. The entire I never expected this is completely flipped. You may recall I said, you know, the dirty south, or excuse me, I didn't say dirty south. The hate division is gonna eat off of the Sorf of West. I, I said that it's completely inside out. The fucking hate division is cannibalizing itself, and they are in trouble. Like, like all those coaches can still make the playoffs, but they're in trouble because that means every single game is going to be this, you know, uh, uh, red palm, hand sweating game because Bucks has turned things around, Skip right. with his Steelers has turned things around. But you know, when you're two and two, you can't be chasing a win after a loss and then a win after a loss. The, the fucking Sorfa motherfuckers are are they might go on a win streak. You got to be hmm. careful, and, hmm. and so I think that that's going to be a big game because if Bucks wins that game, he gains he gains all his confidence back, all of it. If oh, there's one other game, big game too, Zulu. There was one other one, man, because he'll be Rogerless. That's the Jets against the Eagles. He'll be Rogerless again. I think if if, if, the, if the Jets. Can win that game, then you know Shades is saying, "Okay, we got to clean some shit up." But hell, we we just went through the fire and we survived. If I could just play sound defense, right? But that motherfucker Shades is looking up. 
and he's looking up at Skip and and, and Bucks. Right. And, and, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like the, the we're, in a, in like two weeks, we're gonna start saying, you know, this motherfucker's out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers need to get wins right now, and it doesn't matter, you know, like 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 Kane and Shades, they both are struggling, but it's like they're still in it, right? You need to go on a win streak. But Bucks and Skip, they're saying to themselves, you know, I'm better than this. Fuck that. And you know, Skip, you move into the All Stars, you say, oh, okay, I'm good. Shit, I've been an elite for like a decade. I'm good. And to say that he's two and two, you said, how do? No, Skip, you go ahead and handle your business against El Bucks. But you start saying yourself, you know, Bucks wins this game. Skip got to start asking some questions. That's that's gonna be dynamite. Uh, that's gonna be a great fucking matchup. And 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 if Bucks does not th- turn the ball over. He might walk away with a huge upset. There are a lot of fates will be decided here. Uh, and, you know, as a quick uh, uh, quick aside, it's not even an aside. I'm, I'm afraid of Heat losing to a motherfucker like Shades and giving him hope. I don't know. I, I hope New Heat realizes that, yes, I believe you'll, you'll run the table in the next few weeks, but we, you cannot afford any kind of fuck-ups like, like we did not like the 90, 93 yard fuck up that you did. None. You can't afford it. Not where you're at, because the train has become a whole nother motherfucker. I agree. I agree with you, Clark. I, I so. look, believe me, I don't plan on losing the shades there. Shades better go put a fucking fire out or some shit, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna put him out. All right. Shade of shades and shade. I ain't worried about shades. I know about shades and what he wants to do is little cover one and all that shit and all. But he's he's Rogerless. Rogers wasn't doing nothing for him. Now he got to use Zach. I'll probably have at least three picks, at least. It, it, or it might make him better. Start stop relying That's on that fucking special powers and start playing football again. We'll That's see. what I'm saying. But we're gonna have to hit you up next time, y'all. We're gonna have to see if if we have new heat or we have old heat. And I hope <laughs> to God, I, I before before the '93. That's what we'll call for the rest of the season. Uh, before the '93. <laughs> I had all confidence in, in New Heat, but oh no, we, we're gonna have to see. You know, I'll mm. see y'all next time. All right, fellas. Yeah, you uh, you guys uh, check us out, and uh, again, have a good holiday, and uh, well, I'll at you soon. Nickelbacks, thank you once again for checking out the show. We are streaming worldwide, all across the Madden universe. This is the Forty Nick Mixtape. See y'all real soon. The Clockwork Man.